Hi, everyone. Happy Wicked Wednesday, and welcome to Shivers Haunted. I am Gina Grossbauer, your curator for all things spooky. We have finally arrived at the doorstep of fall, and with that comes a lot of history around the season and traditions that go with it. Reflecting back on the summer season, though, today we're going to be talking about the tradition of midsummer. In European culture, there are many countries and people today that celebrate events, whether that's Yule at winter solstice, celebrating the sun's return, or even Oktoberfest in Germany, which originated as a marriage celebration. Midsummer is an event and celebration created and held by the Scandinavians since the early 17th century, and is still celebrated each year on the summer solstice. Since 1953, Midsummer has become a public holiday in Sweden and Denmark, and is scheduled for Friday the closest to the summer solstice. This event was created back in the day to focus on the community's appreciation for nature and all that it has provided for them during this growing season of winter and spring. A bountiful summer harvest must be celebrated and thanks must be given back to nature and to the sun. This was also a time to celebrate St. John, who in Christian theology carries significance as John the Baptist and was understood to be preparing the way for Jesus stating that he must increase and I must decrease. This is symbolized in the fact that the sun begins to diminish at the summer solstice and eventually increases again at the winter solstice, which is close to Jesus's birthday, i.e. Christmas. A big part of the midsummer tradition is adorning a huge pole called a maypole with garland and ribbons, as this serves as the tallest focal point of the celebration. It's placed within a prominent space in the town, for people to dance around. Historically, there were plenty of notions about the magic of midsummer. People thought that plants were especially magical that night and that supernatural beings were at their most active, which made it a perfect time to collect healing plants and try to predict the future by reading tea leaves and using nature to reveal truths. Also, rolling around naked in the dew on midsummer morning was said to be good for your health. In the evening, a huge bonfire is lit and many people attempt to jump through it. If you make it through, you're meant to receive good luck for the year to come. There's an old tradition to observe the evening before Midsummer too. If you collect seven different flowers and put them under your pillow on Midsummer Eve, you're said to dream about your true love. In many European traditions, they crown a young girl between the age of 10 and 15 as the May Queen to lead the summertime parades and festivities. This May Queen is someone who is pure of body and soul and wears white to bring purity to the forefront of the season. Catholics believed that the month of May represented Mother Mary and that beauty brought to the season of spring. Thus, the May Queen became a tradition to channel that Mother Mary energy and bring it forth to the summer season. In 1973, a British movie called The Wicker Man was created to discuss the darker sides to the midsummer traditions. In real life, back in Caesar's era, there was evidence that the townsfolk would use a huge wicker man structure to sacrifice criminals to pagan gods, and if they somehow survived, then they would become highly regarded among the army and the town. This film took piece took this piece from history and combined it with the traditions of the May Queen and Midsummer. The story of the original Wicker Man movie starts with a police officer going to a Swedish island in search of a missing girl. He finds many pictures of the May Queen festivities and sees the most recent year's photo is gone, leading him to believe that the missing girl was crowned and is now in some kind of trouble. 
The townsfolk tell him that the little girl is dead and say she's buried in the local cemetery. He digs up her grave, finding a dead rabbit and the May Queen photo. And he rushes to the Midsummer Festival currently going on in an attempt to find the girl. Once arriving, he finds the missing girl doing just fine and ends up falling victim himself to the wicker man, with the townsfolk explaining their pagan roots to mean that if the summer harvest was unsuccessful thus far, then a willing sacrifice was needed in order to appease the gods. They knew this man would come to the island on his own free will looking for the little girl, with them basically using her as bait. He was a pure virgin, a man of power being a police officer, and he represents the fool through his actions and his place to be released, making him the perfect person to sacrifice. The movie ends with him screaming and the sun setting in the background. What a beautiful ending to a movie. Jumping forward to modern times, many of us have been graced by the scarring movie called Midsummer, Inspired by The Wicker Man and another A24 film by Ari Aster, who was the creator of Hereditary, Midsummer is considered a folk horror for our American characters and is considered a fairy tale and wish fulfillment film for our main character, Danny. Midsummer focuses on American college students attending a Midsummer event in Sweden with their foreign exchange student friend, getting a front row seat into proper traditions. Not knowing the horrifying traditions of this community in particular, these Americans find themselves picked off one by one, with our main character reeling from the loss of her family and now her friends. This film has a lot of authentic calls to the traditions of Midsummer, as mentioned above, but it turns its on its head by pulling on the sacrificial and ritualistic threads. Midsummer and the Wicker Man focus on religious differences that can turn deadly, and that at the end of the day, no matter what your religion is, your faith won't save you. This film is also a tragedy film that looks at how people respond and recoup from loss. Ari Aster wrote this story while going through a breakup and felt as though all of his past relationships required him to sacrifice something of himself. So he put that on screen as visualization for people in toxic relationships that must sacrifice something of themselves to be in the relationship or must sacrifice the relationship itself to be finally happy, as we see Danny smiling at the end after she kills her horrible boyfriend Christian. Midsummer also shows you why people in general join cults. It's not about murdering other people or justifying it, but about the collective empathy and what a chosen family can do for you. Overall, this is a horror movie about codependency, from a toxic relationship dependence to the dependence on a blood cult, but can also serve as a learning point for some of the maybe darker sides of Midsummer as a tradition. Thanks for listening to today's topic on European traditions and how they're viewed through the lens of horror. Check out some films within the folk horror genre to get a taste of the macabre mixed with real life and see if you can tell the true difference. Hope you all enjoyed and enjoy your Wicked Wednesday.